I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. This baby goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't forget iHeart. You can catch it off of uh, iHeartRadio as well. Today on the show, I now pronounce you when and mife. Also, treat yourself. But first, let's do some live dates, huh? Coming up September 6th and 7th. That's right. Already next Tuesday and Wednesday, House of Comedy, Mall of America. Ah, uh, for that, uh, I call it the featured featured act for the night. Because it's technically the headlining spot, but you're not the headlining comic for the week. So I just always say it's the featured spot. It feels a little pretentious to call it the headlining spot, but... That's uh, Tuesday, September 6th, and then uh, the 7th, I'm going to be featuring that night. But if you want tickets for the 6th, please let me know. I'll get you. They Listen, they like to have people come in. They, w- they want you ordering chicken wings and beers, and that's why you're there. <laughs> if you want tickets for that show, just let me know. I'll try to get you guys hooked up. Uh, also, September 8th, Stand Up Raw, Comedy at the Crane, downtown Minneapolis. September 16th, Lansing Corners just got that show booked. Oh, man. Listen, going to be a sellout. For sure. Uh, myself, David Harris, Ryan Stock, Dylan Meek, they do such an amazing job with that room. The people of Austin, Minnesota are great. Every time, man, that place is gangbusters. So, yes, September 16th. Can't wait for that. September 21st, the Vixen Theater, Chicago, Illinois. September 22nd through the 24th, the Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with my good friend John Kite. Uh, let's uh, let's do a quick plug, if you guys don't mind, for just a hot minute here. My good friend Jim Norder uh, sent me a message. Listen, the people who listen to this podcast, very charitable, much more than the host of this podcast. But Jim is a good friend from way back. Dude, we go back. God damn, it's got to be a decade or more. But he has a show coming up on September 10th. It is called Comedy for a Cause. It is to uh, raise some money for his daughter, Allie, who was recently diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, Jim, Frank Roach, lights out guy. One of my favorite people in this business. Just a stand-up dude. Not only is he a killer comedian... The guy is a nurse. You tell me any other egotistical stand-up comedian who would be willing to put his life on the line every single day. Not one of us. Not me. I don't get out of PJs until 2 in the afternoon. I'm telling you. He's a great guy. He's a good dude. You guys should go down there September 10th. uh, It's going to be at uh, Welch's Big Ten Tavern. That's in Arden Hills, Highway 10. It's free admission. But you're always more than welcome to make a donation. If you go to Jim's page, I'll even share this to my Facebook page and to my Instagram. But please check it out. Allie is a lovely young lady, and Jim is a doting father. I love that guy. Please make sure that you at least anything, spread the word a little bit, right? Because even if you can't make it September 10th, I'm going to be in Portland. But if you can be there, please go down. Ah. Such a good dude. And it was such a great show. Man, Frank and Jim together, same bill. My thesis is complete. Let's take a look at the live feed. What's up, Kimberly? Hi. What's up, BJ? Hi, Andrea. What's up, MJ? Hi, Mira. Good to see you. Marty Quist. 
Marty Quist got a show up in Ely, Minnesota. I'll give you guys some more details about that, dude. He's with Jeff Leeson. Jeff, why Jeff Leeson is going to Ely, Minnesota, I have no goddamn idea. You have no idea how lucky you are, Ely, Minnesota, to have Jeff Leeson come to your town and Marty Quist opening? What did you guys roll roll the comedic dice and it came up boxcars? Jeff Leeson is a killer. One of the funniest guys out there today. I don't know what he's doing in Ely. He must have lost a bet. There's no way somebody, he must have just, unless he's got child support up the ass, there's no reason for him to be going to goddamn Ely, Minnesota. But I'm telling you, if you don't go see him, you're missing out. And Marty Quist opening the show? Oh, what is up, Ely? What do you got? Do you have blackmail photos of Marty and Jeff? You must. Because to get those two level of comedians to come to your town, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I'm blowing away that these two guys are going to be in your city. How? Ely gets nothing. You have the Blueberry Festival, and every once in a while, somebody makes a kayak. That's it. The whole city is basically nothing. And yet you guys get Jeff Leeson and Marty Quist. I, I'm blo- What? How? God damn it. You guys are super lucky. Please go check out that show. It's September 14th, by the way. I passed that word because I'm from up that way. And I... It, listen, Northern Minnesota does not... The biggest show to come through my hometown recently was Winger and Lita Ford. The band who sang She's Only 17 can still get booked at a street dance in Virginia, Minnesota. They are starving for quality entertainment. If you don't go see this, they should book four shows that day. They should have an 11 p.m., 11 a.m., a 2, a 5.30, and then a 7 p.m. Why I, I don't, they should, because they sell out every single show. Christ's sakes. All right, let's get into it. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you guys, because we hit a milestone the other day, and I completely forgot and didn't... And didn't even really care. I don't. It's not a big deal. I always say don't celebrate birthdays unless they end in fives or zeros. At our age, I'm turning 42 in like, what, two weeks? Who gives a shit? 40, big deal. 50, big deal. 45, okay. Feel free to go out and get yourself a sheet cake. Go to your favorite restaurant. But dude, anything else in between that, no one gives a shit. Why are you celebrating? Listen, listen, Jan. You're 47. Why do I have to go out and blow $60 on sushi just so you can celebrate your stupid day? Everyone's got a birthday. Yours is not special. Fives and zeros. Those are the only birthdays you get to celebrate past 30, okay? That's it. And it shouldn't even, it should be 25. But that I'll give you till 30, because we're a different society now. But anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, we reached a milestone. And that is, we made it to our 300th show. If I had a clapping sound effect, I would play it now. But really, it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to treat... Now it's all going to be fives and zeros, okay? When we hit the 500th show, I want to do that show live. I want to get a venue, have you guys come out. We do the show live. We record it. We bring some people. We bring a few comics. We get some guests. That would be fun. I would love to do... A long walk to Cleveland's 500th show in a venue somewhere. That'd be great. We'll do another one at the, at a thousand. But until then, dude, 300, whatever. I think this is episode 303. 
I think it is. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. <laughs> doesn't, whatever. We'll get there. Um, yes, thank you guys for the congratulations and the hand claps on Instagram Live. I re- it, It's great. And there are, this is no joke, when I say this, there are a few of you that have been listening since episode one. It blows my mind. That is so much of your life taken up just listening to me spout rhetoric about nothing. <laughs> nothing that is groundbreaking, life-altering. I have no good advice. Every once in a while, it's just me telling a story that I've told 400 times. Trust me. I'm, I don't listen. Nobody understands it less than me or my immediate family members. They're also blowing away. As I've told this story, probably for the 401st time, there was one time that my mother, I had, I was giving a speech at the Hibbing Chamber of Commerce, like winter gala. And I made a joke that no one understands what I do or who I am less than my own mother. And at the front table, my mom nodded her head and she like looked around and was like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't know how, why, or I don't, I don't know. But here we are. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. So anyway, uh, we just reached just past episode 300. Very cool. Thank you, guys. I want to do episode 500 live somewhere. If you kind of do the math, we're looking at about summertime of next year, probably. Somewhere in there. I don't know. If we can keep this thing afloat for that long. Jesus Christ. Who knows? Ugh. sweating just even thinking about it. All right, the reason why uh, I wanted to bring up a little bit about birthdays and treating yourself is because sometimes, man, it's Treat Yourself Day. Two-thirds of Americans saying that they now are looking inwards and seizing the day more than they ever have, rewarding themselves more, saying that the pandemic has caused them to live more in the moment. This is, might be the one time that I agree with. I always thought I'm going to steal a line from Todd Snyder. And he would say, I always thought driving faster was what was going to get me far. And up until about four or five months ago, I was waking up every morning, 5 a.m. and just pounding out work until 11 o'clock and just trying to stay on top of it. And hey, man, I told this client it'd be 48 hours and I'm going to get him his, I, you just can't do it. And life is way too goddamn short, dude. Now, now I do, I used to have so much anxiety about just taking an hour out of the day to do this show, record it, get it up online. And now I don't give a shit. Now I, I prep, I, fi- I find stories. I do the things I feel like are going to reward me further down the road. I love my clients. They're amazing. I'm so grateful for them. But sometimes it's okay to tell a client, dude, you're just going to have to wait three hours because I got some other shit going on. I can't get it tonight. It's fucking Saturday. I mean, I get shit from clients sometimes that are like, hey man, uh, can you I get this uh, like tonight? Can I get two of these clips tonight? And I'm like, it's fucking Saturday at 7.30, dude. No, you can't. I'm sorry, you just can't. I love you. I'm glad, it, I'm glad we're working on shit, but you, wait till the morning. I'll get it to you. I now spend my Sundays enjoying it with family. When I say that, just like me and my brother-in-law drinking a little too much. But anyway, what I'm saying is it's time to put that shit down and do some stuff that is 
for you. I used to never travel only because I never thought that I could afford it. Now I don't give a shit if I can't afford it. It doesn't matter because I will. when I'm laying on my deathbed, will I think about the $275 plane ticket to get me somewhere fun with my buddies or am I going to be like, that fucking trip to Portland was amazing. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. It's all balance. As Amanda says, you have to have balance. Uh, I've gotten so much better about that too. And you should feel... Life is not meant to do this, you guys. It's not. I feel like the like our grandparents' generation woke up every day and they put in their eight hours and then at the end of the day, they told work to shove off. And then for some reason, like our generation, and maybe, I don't know, maybe my mom kind of had it too. Because my mom had that work, 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 work all the time. And then it was, uh, it was, they sort of passed that down to us. And I think a lot of us kind of had it at an earlier age. Because like now I'm seeing these kids that I was, I've been working with that are like 25, 26, 27. And no shit, they will send out an email at noon on Friday and be like, uh, I'm out the door until Tuesday. If you, re- if you try to text me, I will not respond. And I'm like, and some people go, that's ballsy. Or what a prick, how selfish. And I'm like, yeah, how selfish, good for them. They should be able to get away from work. They should, listen, you are contracted for eight hours a day. Do your shit and go home. That's how every other, we, everybody talks about like, hey man, Europe does it right. They, they, they work eight hours a day. I don't even think it's eight, it's probably six hours a day. They work their six hours a day. And then they take a three-month vacation. Yeah, because you're on this planet for such a small fucking amount of time. So minuscule is our timeline, and yet we fill it with all the shit we don't want to do because we feel like we have to. Well, fuck that. Enjoy, man. Go out and do the shit you always wanted to do. Go out and, listen, you wanted to become a painter? Run down to Michael's and buy yourself a couple of canvases and buy $200 worth of acrylics and paint something and hang it on the fucking wall proudly. And who gives a shit what anybody thinks because you're going to die going, I did exactly what I wanted. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you live your time away from work, doing it the way you feel is best, you will do it when you bring that shit to work as well. Please, everybody, don't fucking spend your life doing the shit that you feel that you are obligated to do, it will wear you down. Feel free to be productive and to get shit done, but don't do it in a way that kills you. If you wake up on Sunday, now now for me, I have figured out that Monday through Friday, I typically put in about like six to seven really hard hours of work. I have later in the evening when the Adam Carolla show is done taping, then I have about another hour and a half of work before I go to bed. I could work every day for 12 hours. But instead, I decide to get up on Saturdays because I don't want to work that hard during the week. I decide to get up on Saturdays and put in two, three hours. And then I go and enjoy my day. And then I wake up on Sunday and I put in two, three hours. And then I call it a fucking day and I go out and I have some beers and then we watch wrestling and we call it a goddamn week. It feels so much better to do that than to like bust your ass every single day doing all the things that you hate and just over being overwhelmed with anxiety. Shit can wait, everybody. Enjoy. Have a little bit of fun. Step away from everything. It's so, I get that it's so hard to do it. The anxiety just, it overwhelms you sometimes. But if you just tell yourself, this shit can, it'll all get done in due time. It will. 
eventually it gets done. It might not look, it's fine. You need to clean the fridge? Great. Maybe don't do it in the middle of a Saturday when your kid's like, Mom, I just kind of want to go hang out. Can we go to the pool? Can we go to Valley Fair? I don't know. Maybe you want to go to Sky Zone? Can we just go take a walk? Can we go to the park? Clean the fridge Monday night. (laughs) You know, take a gummy, pour a glass of wine, clean the fucking fridge out when the kids go to bed. Enjoy, try to enjoy life a little bit. Jesus. It really is. It's all about like just trying to balance that shit out, man. I've gotten, I still work too much, but I've gotten better about it. I'm at least being cognizant of it. Uh, Danielle worth it. Life happens when you experience it. Absolutely. You got to go out, you know, especially in a creative field. The only way to be able to really enrich that creative endeavor is to go out and live life because how are you going to be able to pull from experience if you're just like sitting at a goddamn laptop all day uh jen so true about europeans have to change my europe trip to next summer europe vacation is july 30th through the oh through august 13th almost no one working those two weeks yeah because they got it right the goddamn sun is shining and the beaches are warm why are we stuck indoors (laughs) let's shut some shit down there's got to be somebody who's willing to open the shop. Listen, we're not going to close it down completely for two weeks, but instead of being open for 12 hours for the day, we're going to be open for two. Here's a time window. You know the times. Show up, grab your bread, grab your shit you need, and then go out and enjoy the rest of your day. I love that. I love that so much. Uh, let's talk a little bit about weddings, huh? I do take a lot of shit sometimes about being single. People will ask, like, how come you just haven't? How come you haven't found a wife yet? I'm like, I don't know. Because I like sleeping money. They're like, well, how come uh, How come you never decided to have a second baby? And I'm like, same answer. I like sleeping money. I like... Enjo- My daughter is at that age now, man. Like, there is... The last two days have been amazing. Amazing. Because this morning my daughter got up. I went to the gym. It was 5 a.m. I ran to the gym. I came back. My daughter was already up. She was showered. She was ready to go. I said, would you like some breakfast? She said, eh, I'm not really too hungry. I said, well, I'm going to make some eggs. If you'd like to join me, you're more than welcome. If not, that's cool too. I get that you got stuff going on. Her friend Grace got here at 7.20 this morning. They hung out. I drank a cup of coffee. We all sat in the kitchen and had a nice conversation about what they did the day prior for their first day of school. And then the both of them just grabbed their backpacks and said, all right, we'll see you at uh, 3 o'clock. And they walked out the door. I'm telling you, I, this is like that I'm at, I'm running a marathon and I'm at that last leg where you can see the finish line up ahead. We're getting there. I love my daughter, but man, having to be, I love my daughter, but there are days that I despise being a parent because it is, it's very difficult. It's so goddamn hard. Ask any parent. You love your kids so much, but the responsibilities of being a parent are the worst driving them every dude that extra 40 minutes every morning i don't have to drive my kid to school anymore i don't have to get him in the car i don't have to sit and be like hey get your shoes on we gotta go we gotta go they shut the door at 7 30 then we gotta go park around front you know how hard it is to get a goddamn parking spot in front it's impossible the back door's open at 7 30 it's 7 22 eight minutes we're never gonna make it those days are so gone so gone Amanda, truth being single in an empty nester has been amazing so far. Absolutely. It, it, listen, my mom did the same thing. When my sister and I moved out of the house, we came back like that first weekend. My mom's like, I mean, her, the whole house was completely 
indifferent. My sister's room was an office. My room was a sex dungeon. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I, uh, hi, Kim. Nice to see you on the, uh, on the live feed. But that is the thing uh, about, uh, uh, you know, the marriage part of it. Uh, people ask all the time. I just, I, at this point, I, it's like marriage and tattoos. If you haven't had one by the time you're 40, just spend the rest of your days without it. <laughs> you're, listen, you're, you're about halfway there. Now, what are you going to do? Now what? Now, you're just gonna, now all of a sudden in your 40s, you're going to be like, I'm just getting covered in ink. No, don't be that, don't be that person. It's always weird when somebody's like 63 and they're like, I went out got a little, check out my little, my little palm tree. I'm like, I'm sorry, do you live in Florida? No, it's always to remind me that life's a beach, man, and then you die. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is there's a, a new video that's going around. Very funny video. Bride completely loses it, laughs hysterically. The groom messes up the wedding vows. I, Andrew Paul Daniel Ingstrom. I, Andrew Paul Daniel Ingstrom. Do take Melissa Renee Warren. Do take Melissa Renee Warren. To be my lawfully wedded wife. To be my waff lawfully. <laughs> and pancakey. <laughs> I've been scared of this all my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just give her a second. <laughs> I, Andrew Paul Daniel. <laughs> uh, maybe that's the reason why. I don't, uh, as a public orator, I don't want to be in front of people having to confess my love. Feels weird. Feels weird. Waffly. I can't wait till she waffly takes half of your shit. I think that's the other reason why I decided I'm... I'm and it's not like this is something new that I, I've always kind of known that I would never get married. Ever. And maybe just because I've seen so many family members. There was a gal I used to work with. She was devastated. Devastated. When she found out that there was going to be a divorce in her family. And I said, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Is it your parents? She was like, no. I said, okay. Um, is it your, uh, is it like your brother or something? No, no, no. Uh, okay, who's who's getting divorced? My uncle, who lives in California. I was like, do you see your uncle? No, I don't. I'm very seldom. Once every eight years or so. I'm just... I'm failing to see why this is an issue. I just... You don't get it. There's never been a divorce in our family, ever. In the last 100 years of my family... There's been three divorces. I was like, holy shit, three divorces? That's average for people in my family. That is average. Some a little less, some a lot more, but that is average. <laughs> Are you insane? You're distraught over a divorce? And that's the, maybe that's it. I've seen so many marriages go down the shitter. I refuse to go down that. I've always said, if you have a friend who goes to a convenience store and every time they go they get robbed for half of their belongings would you ever go to that convenience store no <laughs> so no that's why i've decided i'm never going to do it i'm not saying that i wouldn't be monogamous and be with someone i'm just saying i just refuse to go walk down the aisle it seems very selfish 
It seems incredibly self-important. I don't like it. Just it's so. Look at me, everybody. If anything, get get a friend. Take a trip. The three of you can go somewhere. That person becomes an ordained minister online, and they marry you on a cliff out in Maui. Something cool like that. I don't need pe. Listen, I'm doing this for you, not for other people. If we're gonna do this, let's just do the two of us. I dig the elope to. You got this giant wedding. You got hundreds of people. Blah blah blah. It's too much pressure. Fuck it. Let's just drive to Vegas right now and just go do it. Let's just do it the way we want to do it. That's a beautiful story. That's an amazing story compared to everybody else who wastes thousands of dollars on a wedding. For what? For a party that's going to end and then you guys are never, like, you're going to go back and, like, maybe watch a video or look. I don't know. But that's it. Then it's over. Then the hard part begins. Fuck that. No thank you. Ah. Olina, I love the divorce and rob store analogy. Yeah. Danielle, save the money and do it for yourselves. If you're not doing it for if, not, if you're not doing it just for the other person, if you're doing it for the party and the, you know, the gravitas of it, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, man. And I just I guess maybe I just haven't found somebody that I would want to get in a car, drive to California, stand on the edge of a cliff over the Pacific Ocean. And just have a friend, or not even a friend, I could just find anybody. Wouldn't matter. Happy Gilmore just grabbed some dude off the street and became his caddy. World class. I could just find a guy and be like, hey, take this 20-minute quiz online. I'll pay for it, seven bucks. And then once you stand up there, ask, do you, do you? And then we both say yes. And then we uh, sign the certificate, and then that's done. That's it. We're over. That's all you need. I don't need the big day. I don't need any of that, man. It's so selfish. Speaking of selfish... Talk about ADD. I was having this thought the other day because I was I was at a show. There was a bunch of kids in the crowd, and mom had taken them to a uh, to a, a pretty I don't say dirty show, but a risque show. And I said, um, I was like, listen, I'm not changing any of my material for you. Kids get goddamn everything. And I asked them, I'm like, you kids ever been? They were like eight and ten. I said, you kids ever been on vacation? They're like, yeah, we've been. I'm like, have you flown on a plane? They're like, yeah. I'm like, then you can listen to me swear. You have a much better life than the rest of us at age eight and 10 than the rest of us have ever had. So you're going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. I said, do you kids go to school? And they went, no, we're, we're homeschool. And I thought about it the, the, uh, last night. I was doing the dishes and I was thinking about that line. And I thought, how selfish is it? How pretentious and how like the rise in homeschool is like such an indicator of where we at where we are at with society i feel weird sometimes when i yell about things because i get angry and then i I complain and i bitch and moan about it and as i thought about it the other day because i every time i would do it i would always feel bad afterwards like every time i would rant about something i'm like oh man like i feel bad that i did that i shouldn't have done that and then I realized, who better to yell about shit than somebody who has no idea what they're talking about? No no clue. Make it up as you can, because that's what everybody is doing. There's no apologizing. You just make it up. And that's what, and as I was thinking, I'm like, who better, but that is exactly where we are at. There is some, I can't remember the name of the study, but people who know less about certain subjects are the ones who speak the most on it have no idea what the fuck they're talking about i have a, I, I have a relative this person 
has been working for, we'll say, 43 years. No 401k, no retirement, does not own a home, does not have any stocks, there's no investments, there's, there's no savings. However, they know everything about money. Oh, you're wondering what it is you should do with your money to grow it? They got an answer for you. They can tell you exactly what to do with it. They've done nothing, gone nowhere, know everything. And it's so crazy to think, I know better than the school. The place that has all the information, that's got all the books, (laughs) I can do it better. Fuck you, you can't. You can't. It's impossible. Also, don't you need a break? Don't you need that six hours a day to just be like, I just need to get some shit done and I just want to chill and fucking fold laundry and watch Guiding Light. That's all I want. Get your, plus your kids need the social interaction. It helps. God damn it. <sighs> anyway. But it is true. I know better than the school. I have the more, I, I can do better for my kids than any sort of, you know, educational institution. And I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. It's garbage. It is. If anything, the first word you should learn if you are homeschooled, they should just give you the definition of pretentious. <laughs> That's lesson number one, day one of homeschooling. You have to learn the word pretentious. And that's it. All right. I'm done screaming. All right, you guys. I got shit to do. You guys have a great day. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Uh, Make sure to check out the website, rudypovich.com, for shows and whatnot. Uh, Also, uh, that uh, that show I mentioned September 10th with Jim Norder, that um, comedy for a cause for his daughter, Allie Norder. I'll get that posted. You guys can check it out. And... September 10th, it's going to be over in Arden Hills. So, yeah, great cause. She's a lovely young lady, and he's an outstanding dad and such a good guy. So, all right, guys, find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart. Every day at 9.45 a.m., it's live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much. Love it when we all take a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.